right. All right, here we are. This is uh, Heavy Breather on X-Ray FM. X-Ray FM. Portland, Oregon. We were just talking about... Uh, Marius got some brand new uh, Rockport M71 100s, which are like... They're like the old man shuffle shoes. They have yeah, a special... They have a special front so that when you shuffle, you 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 know you shuffle correctly and your back doesn't hurt. Right. They're the they are they're called the pro shufflers and they it's they stepped it up a notch. They just designed it specifically for shuffling. Yeah. For if, for your for your back, your back to be um, at like a almost like a forty five degree angle. Yeah. So you're you you're, know you're looking down. You know you're looking at your feet. You're you're in the shape of a question mark. And you are slowly shuffling down the sidewalk, right in the yeah. middle of the sidewalk, so people can't pass you, and you're going so slow, mumbling and shuffling. Yep, a little drool. Maybe, out of the maybe even maybe even a little groan comes out every once in a while, but definitely <laughs> a moan. Yeah. And then people start crowding around you, you know, and everyone's throwing money at you, and you're just in there mo in the on the street moaning with your Rockport M seventy one hundreds. People are cheering. They've never seen anyone, uh, you know, shuffle like yeah. that. And, 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 you know, everyone's cheering you on, and the more they cheer, the more you moan. But Marius also pointed out that it's not the M7100s, it's the M7100s. <laughs> right? They are the, these are... Made the, that distinction. They are the the M7100, they are, the, they're called the Pro Walkers, and I did buy a pair yeah. of cool old man shoes. By the way, if you're, if you were tuning in, you were listening to, uh... Shoe chat, yeah, the uh, orthopedic shoe, orthopedic shoe chat on X-ray. <laughs> you know they X-ray. You know they they sent out a call, yeah. you know, saying we need to find a couple guys, a couple fellas to, to talk, talk about, about orthopedic shoe wear for six or seven no, hours a day. Yeah, and people keep writing in and they're just saying, hey, look, we, we, you know, why don't you guys talk about leg braces or or, or you know spinal braces or right. that kind of thing? And, and and I'm just like, look, we don't have enough time. Yeah, we have way too much to cover. We're just two guys orth with orthopedic shoes. We've only got six hours of show a day to to do this. So you know, you got to find another yeah. show to to talk about leg braces. We pre-record the show and then we have to speed our voices up. <laughs> that's how that's how much we have. So much content. I like By the way, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I like those uh, old man shoes that have like the weird springy uh, the springs. Yeah, and you don't see those anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of. I think they're. You know, that's gonna be the cool new. The kids are gonna wear them. They're gonna skateboard on them, and it's, it's gonna be like the next like normcore aesthetic. Yeah, you're gonna see like a gang of of hoodlums running with those things on, stealing women's just purses, beating the crap out of uh, other yeah. people. You're gonna you're you're tr frantically trying to you know, run into a, yeah. a corner store as you're being chased by a bunch of 15 year olds wearing orthopedic Mo shoe wear moaning. <laughs> by the way, I can't, I don't know if this is true for you, but I, I can't sleep unless I hear the sounds of a uh, either groaning or moaning, preferably <laughs> both. That's like, that's like the ultimate. I can s definitely sleep. It is nice. It's, you know how, uh, on Netflix you can put on like the, the uh it's like a fireplace and it just this is the sound of a fireplace and it just loops yeah. for like an hour long you can get the same thing but for oh. it's, it's like oh, i can't tell if that's a sexual moan or if that's a pain just a, a pain a groan of an old man groaning and it's just a close-up of his face so you can't tell you don't have context to know if it's like a pleasurable groan or but that's just, what makes it so good and you just hear things knocking around in the background, things falling off of tables and shelves. It's, yeah, it sounds like a, uh, a faucet is, is running in the background. It just seems like he's in a wet room. You hear the, hear the, hear the sounds of an annoyed voice in the background. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, it's moisture. You can hear moisture. Yeah, it's like I can tell that that's a that's a humid room he's in. Yeah. You keep waking up in the middle of the night thinking you're wet. You know, <laughs> that, that you're that you're swimming. Just frantically looking for a towel. To it's just it's just the sounds of moans, and then when the moaning stops, you hear a faucet dripping. <laughs> <laughs> just slot water sloshing around. <laughs> Seven hours of moans yep. on one DVD. <laughs> you can buy a box set. Yeah. You know, it's like, and then and then every once in a while, like Eric Clapton comes in like extremely loud. Yeah, one of his more recent albums. Yeah. Old sock. Want to track off old sock? Just yeah. so loud, it's just distorting. It just sounds like you know, yeah. digital noise. Yeah. It's the sound of uh, it's a, a rec- an actual recording of "No More Tears in Heaven" being played at two hundred decibels in Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> it's just a field recording of it. Yeah. Just the as ultimate, they're playing it for the prisoners, you know, the ultimate torture. No, that's the thing. They, they, it backfired because they were like, oh, we're going to torture you with this music. And then next thing you know, all the prisoners are wearing shades, you know. Yeah, they're like, they're, this they're is like, cool. We're blues masters now. They, yeah. they absorbed, they absorbed how to, it. How to become the masters of the craft of yeah. making the blues. They're the next, they're the next you know, generation of blues freaks, you know. Blues yep. aficionados, you know. <laughs> just they the were, blues. Just wearing fedoras and... Yeah. Talking about how they're better than BB King. Sandals they're, with white socks. Yeah. Cargo shorts. Oh yeah. A big dog shirt. Cargo shorts, just the the pockets full of full of spaghetti. Yeah. Seventeen Budweisers in. <laughs> I I would go to the Blues Fest in Chicago growing up as a kid, as a teenager, just to like cruise down there and check it out. Yeah, you, you can imagine the maniacs that would be there. I mean people in Chicago love the blues, especially bright red-faced middle-aged <laughs> white men yeah and look you're a teen you want to go check out some blues yeah, you know just check out the blues scene so you no, get driving we would take lsd and wander around and <laughs> you know what i mean we would take yeah. lsd of course because we couldn't you couldn't get i couldn't get look for some reason i couldn't get beer we couldn't get marijuana but you could get lsd like nothing and nothing compliments what? blues yeah just, yeah, that, just conf- be so confused by it, just vibrating confusion. It's like why, why? I just keep going up to people. Why? <laughs> so I want to do. Uh, where was the Blues Fest? Like in a big park or something? It's Hyde Park. Yeah, it's a huge, huge park. It was like Stone. The Rolling Stones played a famous concert there. It's like oh, a yeah. big, yeah, yeah. Um, I was, I was, t- I was watching um that guy, that dude, the does the cooking show and he goes around and eats all the food you know as a t- constant tummy ache he's running around screaming and yelling at the camera and eating that food yeah he's like he's always like mid heart attack as yeah. he's eating they're constantly you see you see like every two seconds like you see hands starting to reach in the frame and it cuts and those hands are grabbing him and giving him you know like drugs to pull him out of a heart attack yeah they're in, in cramming just handfuls of pills down his throat yeah, but he says, you know, he's got the the catchphrase "Flavor Town." You know, this is where this is really taking this is really taking me and the boys uh, on a on a in a, to a cargo van on the road to Flavor Town. <laughs> you know, but, but I think I want to do a show, but it would be mine would be all based on texture. So I would take you to Texture Town. Yeah, 
Doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't care about the taste. I don't know if it's salty or sweet or savory. Yeah, I don't I want to. Um, I want. I want. Yeah, I don't want umami. I want to be. I want to have to uh, work while I eat. I want my yeah. jaws to become muscular, like extremely, extremely muscular. Yeah, I just like to chew on some uncooked, uh, you know, pastas. Yeah. Like get a nice like rigatoni and just crunch away at it. People notice your jawline, you know, they're just constantly talking about it. You know, you hear people whispering <laughs> about how beautiful of a jawline you have. Yeah, it's from all that, that uncooked pasta that I chew on. Who do you think has the most beautiful jawline in all of history? Has anyone ever said those words? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Pee Wee Herman. He does have a good jawline. He's got a nice one. I was just thinking about that right before we did the show. I don't know why the the in, in um, Pee Wee's Playhouse the paging Mister Herman. I don't know why that was like <laughs> funny for some reason. It is funny. It is funny. Yeah, when he's playing, he's himself in the movie. Oh, he's version. playing himself. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, the movie's amazing. It's a good movie. Check the it out. The guy's a national treasure. He's a hero. Yeah. He's a hero. He got in trouble for doing exactly what you're supposed to do in a place like that. Yeah, come on. He should be, give him an award. What do you think? What do you think he's doing? What do you think you're going to do in there? I'm going to do exactly that. That's why I'm here. Give him a standing ovation. Give him, a, you know, like keys to the city. Yeah, we know, should a give sash. him a, 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 a pre-posthumous eulogy. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what would you, what's what would you say? What's the opposite of, of posthumous? Posthumous. Yeah, priest, priest, priesthumous, prehumous. <laughs> Priest Thomas. Yeah, we do. We talk. We talked about that. Um, when you die, you know, I, I think it would be a good idea to, you know, instead of, you know, having to take your loved ones to like a place to go die, you know, and sit and rot away. I think it should be more like of like an Uber. Like we could do heavy breather could be like the Uber of hospice, and we would, you know, we would come and just take your your grandma up. Mm-hmm. You know, like in, in like a windowless van or something. Yeah, cargo van. Yeah, just like one of those sprinters, but with the yeah, the, yeah. the windows are covered up with black covered garbage up. bags. Yeah, and there's you know, and obviously there's a flat tire and there's like a spare wheel, that little tiny spare wheel on the back. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> the temporary wheel that's been, obviously been on there for months and months. And when we get out, we're in a rush. You know, we don't we don't have time for paperwork. Scrambling, yeah, just scramble in to get your grandma throwing papers and, uh, you know, grabbing this old lady. Yeah, because it's like what it is. It's just people driving around, and then you get a call on the radio like Uber. Like it's like go pick this person up, and you get to go get them. And then do where do they go? Do they just do we just kind of drive we, aimlessly? No, you fixed your basement up real nice. You know, oh, so we about take four them. or five people down there. You you retrofit your rumpus room. Yeah, your rumpus room has become, you know, a hospice center. So there's just a hospital beds and there's people. You know, you have uh, um, Matlock is playing. Yeah, you just get Matlock going on a few, like, uh, CRT TVs that you've dug out of the dump. Yeah. You know. You got Matlock on repeat. You know, they got some, a little bit of food, a little bit of water. What else yeah, do they need? You get some, yeah, some, like, Folgers coffee. Yeah. Plus, plus, every once in a while, I come downstairs and practice blues guitar. And they get to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, you say it's concert time, time for cult- you to be culturally enriched. 
Yeah, maybe we would call it, it would be like blues hospice, and you'd have to go in there, and it would be like just constant blues yeah. know, being played. If you're a blues lover, you're going to love this hospice. <laughs> it's artisanal hospice. Blues fanatic. You know? I want yeah. I want Stevie Ray Vaughan to... to uh, to, to inoculate me with something. I want Eric Clapton to come and hook me up to an IV. Mm-hmm. Or at least like an Eric Clapton impersonator. Yeah. To, to be like a you know hospice caretaker. Yeah. Like really handsome. Yeah. Like a young Eric Clapton with that haircut. And he would constantly talk about, you know, he would know all these Eric Clapton facts yeah. to like really sell the character. So he'd constantly be talking about how many really records. personal stuff about himself. <laughs> Things that he sh- that really only Eric, the real Eric Clapton real, should know. Should know, yeah. And he's also like just, I mean, he's on like four grams of coke a day, <laughs> just constantly snorting coke. Yeah, he's talking about the 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 weird mole that he's got on the very in, inner inner upper thigh. The you can really only see if you're really up in his business. I can't find your veins, old man. I can't find your vein. <laughs> That's my. That's my Eric Clapton and hospice yep. uh, impersonation. Yeah, just imagine Eric Clapton telling you to take your medication. Yep. They'll make you sleepy. Man, that'd be awesome. That'd be a cool movie, Eric Clapton and hospice. And he runs yep. a, a kooky, wacky hospice center. Be like that Pat, Patch Adams movie, kind of. But it's Eric Clapton, and he's so drugged out. <laughs> he could barely keep it together. He keeps confusing one patient for the other. He thinks Mix- he's in a concert. <laughs> Mixing up the wrong medication. Yeah. You know, people that have uh, bad spleens are getting their heart medication. Right. He's mixing it up. But, you know, but people are, it's kind of kooky. And sometimes yeah, it's, it's Sometimes when they get the heart medication, it's, you know, they, they, they get a little buzz from it and it feels good. Yeah, you know, and the, the movie, it's like Patch Adams. It's played for yeah. laughs, you know, so it's funny. Everyone's laughing it's at funny. how the old people aren't getting the right medication. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a little different than Patch Adams because, you know, there's a lot of a lot of death. I mean, half the people, the medication doesn't, you know, <laughs> right. they, sh- they should have gotten the right medication. It, yeah, it's, you know, it's got, you got to be realistic. So if someone misses, you know, a couple doses of the heart medication, they're going to, they're going to die. It's just they're a gonna reality. Pass away. And that's that's what the movie shows. Layla. <laughs> yeah, you can sing as the body is being body lowered is, into yeah. the interred. Interred into the Yeah. Their final resting places. Yep. I love it. How many, yeah, how, how did we get from the from the Uber of hospice to there? <laughs> how do you how many Eric Clapton impersonators do you think there are in the world? In the world? Oh, Results. You think you go to like? There's a little uh, Eric Clapton impersonator in all of us, you know. Everyone's got a little bit of the blues in us, you know. It's just when they get out the blues. I, you know, when I feel the blues, it's like you know when I'm like uh, in front of my family and I have to listen to them talk mm-hmm. and, and spend time with them. Or when you accidentally leave the your window open. Yeah. You leave. Not like you know. Yeah. Anyway, tragedy strikes. That's what happens. <clears throat> then you got the blues. By the way, you're listening. You are listening to Heavy Breather. It's Heavy Breather. We, you know, we talk about AKA talking Blues about, Chat. It's Blues Chat. We we powered through some orthopedic 
shoes, shoe yeah. shoe stuff. Yeah. Just want to make sure you know people are you know they're gonna buy their what is it called a rock rockport rockport yeah. pro walker m7 7100 they're gonna be flying off the shelves <laughs> you know what i mean we're not gonna get a dime for it but by yes. the way i just want to say thank you to the people who have been uh prescribing to our patreon going on heavybreather.net and uh giving us a little bit of cash in order to hear bonus episodes yeah we but do anyway. see a dime from that if you're gonna go out and buy you know a rockfort pro walker m7100 that's yeah, just tell, that's, tell them at least that, that you heard it on our, on our show. You gotta, you know, maybe th- we could work out some sort of deal. We could, you know, at least uh, like I don't care where you heard about this. Just buy the shoes, old man, and pass away. The, the maybe the Rockfort family could invite us yeah. over for supper or something. Yeah, Jimmy Rockport will uh, yeah. personally. We'll play tennis with Jimmy Rockport one day. <laughs> That'd be but nice. Yeah, but I, you know, like with hospice, I was like. I was thinking about being scared of dementia, you know, I'm like terrified of it. And then I'm like, I realize who cares? You know, why, why are you scared of dementia? Once you have it, you don't know you have it. And you're just like, you know, then all your, your children will have have to be the ones that have to take care of it. And you just deal with me screaming and doing baby talk at them all day long and screaming and and demanding stuff, you know? Yeah. This is where we are. We are all headed there. Sounds nice. Yeah. We get to, offload our problems to the people that are forced yeah. to care about us. Uh, and then I'll just have like a moment of clarity all of a sudden in the middle of one of my, my, uh, my, my fits. Can I say that? Sure. In one of my fits and, and, and I'll look at my child and I say, it's your turn. <laughs> you just, you, all your eyes clear and you say, I never loved you. Yeah. No, you just, you're like, it's your turn now to take care of me like a baby. <laughs> and then my I, eyes haze over and I wet myself. That's like a good, you know, you got to get a good another five or ten years until that's going to happen. Yeah. At least. To enjoy it. At least five or six. Five, six, seven. Yeah. Oh, man, he's been faking dementia this whole time. <laughs> get that sweet medication. Oh, he's so good at it. Yeah, I guarantee people fake dementia, wouldn't you think? Yeah, it's like in The Sopranos, remember? I know, I didn't watch that show. Well, check it out. It's a good show. <laughs> Yeah, the one guy that I think, the, I think it's too late for me. His uh, his uncle pretends, but then he, oh really? Then but then you're like, oh, maybe he actually does have it. Yeah. It's been a while since I watched it, but it's a good show. You can still watch it. It's not too late. Dave Grohl makes all I, all I know is Dave Grohl makes a lot of cameos in there. He's, <laughs> he's the, playing tough guys. You he know? plays the the son AJ. Yeah, he's like Dave Grohl. There he is. He's just taking out the trash. It's like every other scene. There he is, just like a like a little just walking by. <laughs> well he's famously you know a famous new jersey guy so yeah that they had they had to have him in the they show have him. i was thinking about him the other day in the the shower and i was like and this is like this whole fantasy came over me and i was like i, wa- I wanted to tell him if i ever saw him that i would tell him i was like i'd be like one time i i snuck backstage after one of your shows and i got your towel and i r- rung it into a jar and, and then i I bottled it up and I sold it on eBay. <laughs> I would tell him that. I'd be like, I have your, I have some of your sweat still underneath my bed. <laughs> what do you think like it would go for on eBay? What do you think a bottle of Dave Grohl's sweat would be? You could probably get, a, you know, 30 bucks out for that. Yeah. You know, pretty sweet. 30 bucks, go out to dinner, go to Red Lobster. Thank you, Dave. 
I'd go to Grey Lobster. Get the get the combo meal. I get those scampi. Yeah, rock shrimp. I keep seeing this rock shrimp. What do you think? Ro- is it? This seems rock like, shrimp. It sounds like something like they renamed something gross. They're like, we gotta yeah. name it something to make it more appealing. It's actually just lawn shrimp. But they're like, yeah. eh, we you know, we dig these out yeah. of the dirt and they're squirming around. Yeah. How how do we sell them to? Hey, what do we do? That Red Lobster was called something oh, called rock shrimp. Rock shrimp because we found them mm. on rocks. Like mm, it's something yeah. that's reconstituted. Yeah. <laughs> you have to pick them out of the gravel. It's just krill. <laughs> I do like like because I don't really get what they are, but they are lawn shrimp, which is something that's inherently disgusting about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, what is it? I don't, don't look why. it up. Don't Google it. It's just shrimp, right? Yeah, it's just shrimp. I mean, if shrimp, if the shrimp word is shrimp, shrimp or shrimp. A lawn. Uh, why do I care if it's a lawn shrimp or a uh, a sea yeah, shrimp? It's delicious shrimp meat in there, I guess. Yeah, no, I'm uh, hungry for a shrimp meat. You gotta start digging around your lawn. Yeah, see what kind of shrimps you got in there. See, that's the thing. That's the thing I don't know about about other cities, but in Chicago, you would have red lobster. That was the fancy place, and you'd have gray lobster, and then there would be the different colors, you know, on down the line. Mm-hmm. And brown, way, brown lobster. You knew what you were, you know. It's color coded. It's a little cheaper. Yeah, look, the, you know, they you, you're not getting the the freshest catch no. of the day. Yeah, you have ones that are deveined, then the next ones the veins are in, and then the, the third one is just it's all the veins from the first one reconstituted <laughs> into the shape of a lobster. You just crack open the shell; it's just full of vein. It's like that movie uh, in the shape of a lobster, like uh, the scent of a woman. <laughs> it's starring uh, starring uh, Danny Glover and. Uh, and, and uh, what's this, uh, Meryl Streep? Yep. They're just smelling each other. Yeah. So much in that movie. The scent and of a woman. I didn't think they could, you know, make a movie of just three hours of Danny Glover smelling someone, but... I smell a woman. He, he smells, smells... He smells her. And I, you know, he's he, he was obviously an actor, but you believe it's, it. But yeah, it's constant, too. It's most of the movie. That in the, in the in the two hour sex scene, right? Yeah. You know, it's usually when I watch a movie, like I can tell they're acting. I'm like, oh, this guy's not really smelling. But yeah. with him, I was I like, tell. I believed that he was. He closes his eyes right at the right moments. Yeah, he's really smelling her. And to be fair, the sex scene, you know, it's two hours, but an hour and a half of it is he's he's uh you know he's stringing up the sex hammock and it's he's reading the directions. It's really hard. <laughs> yeah, he's getting frustrated. He's like he's super frustrated. <laughs> his you face turned red. He's getting so mad. Yeah, he's got. He keeps popping Viagra. He doesn't know. He's like, this. The last one's wearing off. Scent of a what? What should we call this movie? Let's call it "I Smell a Woman." <laughs> no, it seems a little hard, something aggra- too aggressive about that. The scent <laughs> of a woman. Yeah, all right, good enough. I smell a woman <laughs> in theaters now. I smell a man. Man <laughs> smells. <laughs> Man smell the sequel, Blues Hospice. We gotta. We should probably get that the web domain. Now. We gotta get that. I was. I knew you were gonna say that. Actually, <laughs> I don't know why. It's gonna. You know, some someone listening is gonna snatch it up. It just seems right. If we don't do it, and then that's another million dollar idea that we've given away. Blues that's Hospice. Why, 
that's why people listen to the show because they we're always talking about these yeah commerce we're, we're geniuses of commerce yeah i did think of a good uh idea this is totally stupid but uh for some reason uh cameras you know like when you have different focal lengths you, yeah. you ha- some cameras are only made for certain focal lengths and so if you want to to uh or no no never mind different thing my idea was to have a light meter that you can just put on the hot shoe of a camera and they ha- they make them but they're super expensive mm-hmm. but to make a cheap one so <laughs> that's what, the key that's the yeah. key well there's no reason why they're expensive it's just like there's not very many people doing it yeah but you just hire some you know Buy some time at a Chinese sweatshop. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just had a. St- I, I can feel it. I had a stroke, <laughs> just right, right now. <clears throat> you can make tens of dollars off this. Yeah, it's a dumb idea. It's a dumb idea. You're listening to Heavy Breather. Doing Getting, home dentistry though. That's a good idea. That is a good idea. You got yeah, you like Uber, Uber of dentistry. Yeah, everyone's got a pair of pliers. Gypsy uh, dentistry. You know, like a knife or some sort of scraping material, something. Yeah, a file. Yeah. A file. All you, all you really need is a file and a hammer. Yeah, you've got this stuff, and y- your neighbors have plaque and rotting teeth. So let's combine the two. You both win. Yeah. Chloroform. Right. You've got all that chloroform just sitting under your, your mattress. I, I was talking to uh, my, my, my girlfriend, and I was like, I was like, God, I, I, I read somewhere that like if you drink every day, you, you never really go into REM sleep and you're just kind of never sleep, right? And then she just all of a sudden her eyes lit up and looked at me and she's like, it's kind of like uh, Michael Jackson's doctor. <laughs> <laughs> she had this like doot, eating grin on her face. <laughs> she's very proud of herself. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. That's been me for 30 years. <laughs> I've been going insane. Yeah. Michael Jackson's um, doctor. That will, that, will, that will drive you crazy, though, right? If you don't get that REM sleep. Well, right? I don't know. I mean, Michael Jackson, he was doing concerts. He did. Uh, he was doing great. He would go to he would go to foreign countries and, like, dangle his children off of balconies and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Did, I think he was doing pretty good. That was a cool concert. Yeah, he'd like get up on top of the car and couldn't get back down because he's so frail from never sleeping in his life. He he he, he named one of his children blanket. blanket. So yeah, that's a good. That's pretty cool. Blanket. See, <laughs> blanket. Your blanket. And then you would drape a blanket on them. Is, is that where how, how you named shovel? <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I'm always putting a shovel on my boy. Yeah. My beautiful boy, his head is shaped like a shovel. Yeah, it's a good name, Blanket. It is a really good name. It's bat. He's a Batman. I loved him when Thriller came out. That mm-hmm. record blew my mind. Off the wall, off the wall's amazing. It was. Now all the lyrics mean something different to me. Yeah, I can't listen anymore. Anywho, it's like if John Wayne Gacy, you know, was in the Beatles. You're like, I God, something about it. <laughs> you can't. But I mean, that's the thing. John Wayne Gacy actually tried out for the Beatles, you know, and they were seriously considering him. Yep. He actually wrote the lyrics to Rocky Raccoon. Yeah. It's about killing people and putting them underneath his basement. Mm-hmm. It's about the taxidermy people using raccoon. 
parts. Beautiful. <clears throat> he also wrote Yellow Submarine. It was just just a fun song about... Yeah, they took it from him. About r- r- scooting around in a sub. It's just a fun song. Yeah, he, he had a lighthearted side. That's what he called his rascal. <laughs> the Yellow Submarine. That's how he committed all his crimes. He was on a rascal, too. Yep. Wasn't he a clown? He was a clown, right? Yeah, he was. God, I, okay, can we please change the subject? I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> Look, he's a bad guy, but he was a great clown. Yeah, he's a great clown. Credit where it's due. I mean, he would win awards. <laughs> yeah, you know, if it wasn't for the whole, you know, all the other stuff Murder. he did, he would be, he'd be famous for how good a clown he was. Yeah, people, he would be like the biggest clown ever. You know, he'd be like more than shakes. Or clown superstar. What's one actually? What's one famous clown? Crusty, <laughs> uh, bozo. That was like my you know my my uh, my area yeah, where it? I grew up. It was, was regional Chicagoland. Bozo the clown, and he, he would he would it would start off with uh, he'd come out and he'd do some skit or whatever, and then he would uh, he would get he would get kids to come out. And he would you would throw ping pong balls into buckets, and every bucket that you, you know, there'd be a prize, and then then like the last one was fifty dollars and a brand new bike. I'll never forget. Nice. I thought you were gonna say like the kids threw stuff at him. Yeah, no. He's like, I I deserve this. Punish me. Please don't joke around about my bozo show. <laughs> <laughs> I just I remember it looked so like I think it was like, like really outdated video. Yeah, it's like those weird, the video where everything is streaky. And yeah, everything's streaky and weird and freakazo- freakish, you know? Anyway, God bless I like, it. I like those cameras. God bless it. Um, should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a little break. This is Heavy Breather. Yeah, man. Power Walker M7100s. Check yeah, them out. Check them out. We'll wait. We'll wait for you to go get a pair. Yeah. Shuffle. You can shuffle like the rest. I want to see you all shuffling around. Like that old saying, mess with the best shuffle like the rest. Right? Yep. Now's your chance to shuffle like a pro. You know? Not an amateur. Not amateur walking. You can yeah, step professional level. Step your game up. You, you've been, you've been, you know, you know, fooling around like a, like an idiot. Everyone's laughing at you. Your amateur, your amateur style. Yeah. Come, come to my house. You I'll can't find shove. Come, come to my house. I'll put you to work. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you'll find love immediately. Oh yeah. People, it, you don't need Tinder. It's like the tin. It's like the sh- the Tinder of shoes. Right. People are just automatically attracted to you. They just start, you know, un- untying your shoelaces. All right. Mostly old men. You know, they're they're crawling around. You know, they 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 take your shoelaces off and then they create a. Uh, you know, they create a sex, like a sex hammock out of it. Mm-hmm. Or like an autoerotic asphyxiation. I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you, what would you call that? What would you call the thing? Yo, what do you, there should be like a nice, like there should a, be a name, like a polite name for it. Yeah. The David you know? Carradine. Yeah. Cause like if you want if you're in polite company and you still need to talk about it, yeah, there should be a way to. So you're not embarrassing yourself. Yeah, you have a dinner party, you know, and you're not having to explain the whole thing. You just say, 
Just yeah, just some some shorthand so everyone understand. Everyone's on the same page. Maybe, maybe you, you can... just like grab your neck, and then <laughs> and then roll your eyes to the top back of your head, and people yeah. will know. They'll get it. Yeah. You point at the closet, and like in there. The yeah, in there. You'll find me two days later. <laughs> You'll wonder where I where I have been. I was supposed where to. Where is he? Where's that turkey? <laughs> Where is that turkey? That, that little turkey. There you are. <laughs> God, doesn't that happen in that movie, uh, World's Greatest Dad? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good. It's a good movie. That's a good movie. Uh, directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, that's right. Bob, of course. Who, who is, uh, he also directed Shakes, Shakes, Shakes the, the Clown. Clown. Yeah, Shakes the Clown. Yep. It's full circle. Yeah. Shakes the Clown was not very good, though, from what I remembered. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I think I liked it when I was. I should probably rewatch it. 10, it's about an ten years old clown. Yeah. God bless him. All right, this is Heavy Breather. We'll be back. We'll be back. Allergies all of a sudden. Um, you're doing something. Oh, I was just looking at my phone. Oh, okay, posting. I can't see. Um, couldn't see what you're doing. I got worried. I was watching this uh, the show mm-hmm. the other day. You know, and they were talking. It was like a new science discovery show. You know, and they were talking about all the new science stuff that they. Yeah, they're figuring all this cool new stuff. Yeah, and they were like, they were talking about the new newest theory, you know. And they're like, you know, there's that that whole theory about the simulation theory, where where we're all just, you know, inside of a computer game, you know, mm-hmm. or like, you know, there's a couple different theories, right? Where it's like, either it's somebody up there like doing a computer game, we're just a, we're just in a game, or or the or we're you know, we're just like the our lives have already happened. It's just a simulation. It's just like another, it just will go forever. You know, it's just repeating over and over again, repeating over and over. But, uh, um, I haven't heard that one, but, but, that's, but there's, that's terrifying. There's, yeah, that one's like ter- terrifying, but there's this new one where it's just that we're just, uh, all bacteria, you know, we're just a little bacteria and we're floating around a dermoid cyst mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and the sun, you know, and all the, the planets are like, you know, particles from like the, 
the alien. It's like, it's like hair follicles. Like hair follicles and a tooth. Like, like the sun is a tooth. A tooth that just grew because yeah. the, the DNA. Yeah, there's lots of physics. I don't quite understand it. You know, there's a lot of physics involved. <laughs> it is com- <laughs> that is comforting, though, to think. Oh, it's so what comforting. If, what if we're all just dermoid, parts of a dermoid cyst? Parts of a dermoid cyst, and we're just traveling, you know, in this beautiful liquid, in this stasis, you know, just, just in, you know, we'll be there forever you know, mm-hmm. until, you know, a doctor comes and takes a scalpel yeah. and has to remove it. Yeah. Takes a picture to show to his friends. Yeah, so look at this dermoid cyst. This is the biggest yeah, one I've disgusting. seen. It's got a full human body in it. <laughs> look, it's got it's got a whole mouth that's smiling. Yeah, <laughs> with braces on. <laughs> this one had orthodontic work. That's when people when people always ask me, "Oh, did you wear braces growing up?" And I always look at them and go, "Leg braces." <laughs> I did have to wear uh, um, corrective shoes when I was young. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Even even holding back on this, yeah, I know right? that's cool. Some cool you could have held against me. <laughs> yeah, I uh, was wrong with your your a, shoot your feet. I had a uh, um, what do you call it a, when you, a birth defect. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> uh, I just I I um I had really bad knock knees. My legs were like turned inside out. Was your knees or like they like bent inward? Yeah, like really bad. So, and then, so I wore these shoes, and then it fixed them, basically. They were saddle nice. shoes. They were like, cool. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Everyone was playing soccer, and I had to run around on those things. You were strutting around you know, on the sidelines. It side was lines. the 70s, so think about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone was like, damn, I wish I had cool shoes like yours, and I was yeah, a, a just walk. strutting, <laughs> you know, pointing, and, at, and, and the, pointing at cute girls. Yeah, the cute girls looked at me, and you know, I, I, you know, I was only four, but I would make love. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> that is not true. That is not true. I do wear uh, I would wear headgear, but only at, at night. Oh yeah, thank God. Yeah, I had to put it on. I didn't get to wear it at school, so I didn't get that. You know, that was like another level, like a status level that yeah. some kids got to. They would wear them at school, and obviously they were, you know, kind of a higher level. echelon. I wish I would like to wear headgear now. Yeah, like adult. Yeah, adult you probably headgear. can. You you can probably go to adultheadgear.com. Yeah, get get, get an adult headgear. Get use, the, use the uh, offer code if you breather get 50% like, off because they have to put the thing like on your molar to like to the uh, attaches to right so you, you probably have to just like go to some unmarked office yeah. where there's a guy in there you, hold, you gotta gonna, have a gun you hold him you, you, by gunpoint say put uh, put headgear on my figure out how to put headgear on me <laughs> put the weird connector thing on my molars yeah. so I can I can slide the, the yeah. little metal piece in and I can wear this headgear around and go to yeah. a club. That is a weird concept, right? You got to put a head, like the thing around your head, and then tell you to go to school. Like you didn't, you didn't think like the the impact that that would have on these poor children's <laughs> psyche. It's like it just just buck teeth is less, you know. You just just have the messed up teeth. Less fine. Teeth. And my teeth were really bucked. I had to have uh, braces on for quite a while. Yeah, leg braces. <laughs> No, I did, and it was like, but I hated where I hated them too. I don't know why. Your leg braces? No, my my mouth braces. Some kids would just take pliers and pull them off. Ugh. Yeah. It's a bold move. If you just tuned in, you're listening to orthodontist talk. 
six hours of tooth chat. Yeah. We, you know, if you want to call in, we'll talk about your mouth. Yeah. Just let us know anything, any facts about your mouth, any, uh, you know, interesting features about the inside of your mouth. We'll make it up. I want to hear about your teeth. Send me a gums. picture of the inside of your mouth. I want to see pictures of your tonsils. Yeah, but lift up your tongue. I want to know about it. I want to know what's under there. I just have t- photo albums, just hundreds of photo albums of just, it's all red. You don't even know what it is, and you look closely, just, and it's the back just of somebody's pink, throat. Just pink mouth tissue. Yeah. I think I've told the story before, but when I was a kid, I, we like went to a new dentist. My My mom took me, and... The, the guy, like, he, like, opened my mouth and was, like, poking around in there. And he's like, Jesus Christ. He's like, lift up your tongue. He's like, this your mouth is disgusting. Let me see if you have, you probably have cancer under your tongue. He said that. I was like, yeah. I was like, what the hell? And uh, so we left. I was, I, like, I told my mom. I can't remember how old I was, but, like, 12 or something. I was yeah. like, that was insane. That is and insane. I, I think about it all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what happened? I'm sure that guy's dead. Oh, like, he's definitely dead. Psoriasis he got, or something. But he got killed immediately. He died from a severe anxiety attack. <laughs> but just imagine being that guy, like, yeah. in the middle, in, like, the suburbs of Seattle. He hated children. In Woodenville, yeah. Washington my, or something. My, my, just, my uh, dentist's name was Dr. Bonus. Yeah, Think I about know. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My my doctor's a bonus. He was a cool guy. You know, he had huge fat hands with rings. And he'd be shoving those rings, would be knocking against your teeth, chipping your his, teeth. His knuckles just bonus. scraping your gums. He'd always say, Dr. Bonus is here. <laughs> just this thick smell of vodka would come usher into the room. Yeah, he would he would like grab the the frame of the door as he entered. He just hears knuckles. Yeah, just clacking, just against. clacking these rings, scraping the wood as he walks by. <laughs> that was his cool movie. Yeah. He would just scrape his hand, his knuckly uh, hands on the wall. Just <laughs> I can't believe your, your your doctor said you probably have cancer. That's... Yeah, he's like, lift up your tongue. You probably have cancer underneath your tongue. That is so weird. Was he so was like mad or something? I don't know. He was just like, and so then we went to another dentist, and they're like, hey, you have, you know, your mouth's fine. Yeah. It's just <laughs> so weird. Disgusting. Alpha move. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Yeah, that is. That is I wish cool. I could remember his name. I would go find him now. Yeah. Dig his grave up. Yeah, I'd scream at him. You know, scream at his corpse. This is, you know, that probably was like a seed of like, you know, uh, some mental disorder. I was going to say he probably lost his mind immediately afterwards. I think I think he he planted his his insanity into me. You you know, transferred it. I should probably, you know, get therapy just for that. You should dig him up and steal his uh, high school ring. Yeah, wear it. Wear it. Pride. That's the only thing. It's like a cool story. I can tell. Be like, yeah, this guy. It's the only thing that can cure you. Not no therapy or, or anything will cure it. You have to this wear his lift, high school ring. He lifted up my tongue. He, he said I I probably had cancer under there that when I was a, a little boy. <laughs> and that's why that's why I have this this horrible show. <laughs> that's why I do heavy breather now. Yeah, this is why I am the way I am. I'm still living that every single day. Yeah, I, I just wake up cold sweats. Thinking about that man, I think my mom even called the 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 receptionist and was like, 
explained what happened and the lady was my mom was like well the lady said that he's very nice and <laughs> she'd never heard of anything like this and i was like okay like what do you expect the yeah the receptionist yeah She's like, is, oh yeah, he's a monster. Disc- yeah, oh god, he's a monster. Yeah, I, 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 I basically he he holds me hostage here. I haven't left for years. Please call someone. Oh, no, that's what I want to do. The second you sit down, ugh, you start. Oh Jesus. <laughs> you know. Yep. Hey, little boy. Your mouth is disgusting. Little boy, Dr. Bonus is here. Dr. Bonus <laughs> need vodka. <laughs> he hears knuckles scraping from down the Dude, hallway. The guy's name is Dr. Buck. I'm going to look him up right now. Dr. You, Dr. Bonus. I mean, think. <laughs> uh, Glenn Ellen. Glenn Ellen, Dr. Bonus. It's going to be said the obituary. Oh, here it is, the obituary. Oh. He died at 75. That's not that old. No. What did he, what was he, what did he do to himself? Broken heart. <laughs> Let's see. Dr. Bonus. The, the, he haunts the living Christmas out of that uh, doctor's office, though, I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. You can, yeah. You can hear his knuckles scraping. Yeah. Echoing, yeah, scraping of the knuckles. Condolences. Let's see. Well, if it doesn't list, you oh, know the cause of death. Twenty seventeen. You know he what, just died. You know what that means? Bonus. Harold Bonus. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. He went to Vietnam. Good for burned, him. It says here he burned two uh, villages to the he ground. He chose to go he wasn't drafted he just showed up yeah he took a boat himself he he hired a boat and he just went there he just he said i want to go me and my knuckles yeah. deserve to be here they called him dr knuckles there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. poor dr bonus yeah he meant well he just didn't know how his son probably to, listens you know. to the show let's see he's got a son no i don't Should... think he had kids he's an, really? he was an he's uncle a... Just certified bachelor, uncle of many nieces. Yeah, he was a party boy. He was the he was the local playboy in my hometown. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, obviously the dentist and his name and the knuckles. Yes. When you're when you got knuckles like that and your name's Doctor Bonus. Yeah, <laughs> you don't got time. You don't have time for children. You need to go into dentistry, my friend. With those <laughs> knuckles like that, those are meant to be inside someone's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> He was like 12 years old, 15, when he went to his, uh, yeah, like the uh, career counselor. Yeah. And they're like, they just took one look at his oversized knuckles. He's like, either you could be uh, the maker, a maker of sleep apnea masks (laughs) or a dentist. Yeah. You could do both. You can moonlight. Talented. You know, if you're going to make those sleep apnea masks, you you know, it's got to be a hobby. Yeah can be a hobbyist you go to like yeah uh, because if your passion is dentistry you know right. and you're doing it all the time you need you need something else right it's like it's like guys that are into model trains but uh but sleep apnea masks yeah yeah same it's the same thing same, same kind of thing yeah where you go to the place and you bring your children and everyone's just huddled around with sleep apnea masks on and your children are like why are we here <laughs> please i want to go home i want to go home and we're just like oh moaning 
bunch of bunch of dads yeah. with their masks. Kind of the time of their lives. They're loving every second. It's like the Matrix. Except it's just a <laughs> bunch of men in a room with sleep apnea masks on. Yep. And Dr. Bonus is Neo. Yeah. I still like the concept of the sleep apnea clown. Yeah. It's a, it's a solid concept. Yeah. You know, he comes this in while you're shopping for your sleep apnea mask, he takes care of the kids, you know? Yeah. He, he you know, he, he just like slowly turns around the corner and his head's kind of bent down and he's shuffling, shuffling towards his you. His eyes are like half open and he's got the sleep apnea mask and he's moaning and the kids see it and they <laughs> run yeah. towards him. Yeah, and then you, you're free to shop yeah. at your leisure. Yeah. And they're just, you know, climbing on him. Climbing on him, and he's, you just hear him moaning louder. He's just <laughs> trying to communicate, but it, he's wearing the mask. He's wearing the mask. It's fogging up. <laughs> I don't really know how one works, and I don't want to know. <laughs> Is it like a scuba mask? <laughs> I love that. After the first time that I made, we made fun of it. I like I like had like was having trouble sleeping like I would wake up going <laughs> like for like a month I was like great oh yeah my my wife gets worried sometimes about me because I'm I do sleep and I get like I snore she's like sometimes it feels like you're not breathing yeah yeah same with so me I pro- so I'm probably probably do need a sleep apnea yeah. mask uh, somebody was telling me about like watching this is gonna I'm gonna get dark this is where we should probably end the show. But somebody was telling me about how watching their grandfather die, and I didn't realize this, but like when people die, they, uh, well, first of all, they get really horny. So that's why hospice is always like, you know, people are trying, orderlies are constantly pulling people off of each other. But also when you're, when you're on the, the bed, you, uh, you, you, you think you're going to, they're dead, they're dead. Like, oh, they pass. Uh-huh. And then they'll go, <gasps> and they'll like, they'll like gasp once every minute. I'm like, cool. Can't wait for that. I'm like, no, I don't want, I don't want anyone to see me do that. Yeah, sorry, I had to tell, say that. But he was also ext- extremely horny. Yeah, as this was happening, our, my friend Dominic, our friend, you know Dominic, he plays in a. It's a I can't remember the his, his, his group. Dominic's his group. I think they just call his own thing. Anyway, it's scary to think about. Nobody likes death, but everyone's going towards it, and we all get to do it. We all get to do it. <clears throat> That's a little treat we get for being born. Yep. It's the cherry on top. Yep. The gasp of pain. Gasping once a minute for, for seven hours and you terrify your family members. Have them live with that memory. That's their last memory of you. <laughs> yeah. That's what they remember that's how they remember you. Oh, do you remember you remember your dad's when, when your when your dad uh did the blah 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 and all you It's <gasps> all you <laughs> That's all you can remember. <laughs> I don't even remember what, what he looks like. I have like. no idea what he looks like. You see a picture and that's all you see coming at you. <laughs> wow. I have no other memories no of other this person. Memories. That's it. Oh, boy. Sorry. Look, you got to laugh. You got to laugh because it's terrifying. It's because it's not good. It's not good. I, don't, I, don't wanna, I do want to die, though, but I don't want to. Yeah. Anywho, oh my god, my allergies are so bad all of a sudden. I guess that's a sign. Yeah, that we should stop doing the show. Yeah. My favorite part. 
my favorite time. Uh, yeah, this has been Heavy Breather. Thank you so much to the Patreon patrons. Yep, and everyone everyone for listening, for tuning in. If you want to listen to old episodes, you can go to heavybreather.net. We put them up there. You can listen on Spotify, iTunes. Uh, Check it out. I guess that's about give it. Us some, give us a... Click around on there. Click around. Give us a, a review. Thank you so much to the bonus family for letting me... Yep. The bonus estate for uh, funding us. Yeah, I wish. Get some of that bonus money. I want. I want. Just. I just want a little taste of the bonus. The bonus bucks. They. 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 He comes in. He's like. He's like. Hello. I'm your dentist. I'm Doctor Bonus. And the second he says bonus, you can hear all the doors lock. <laughs> you. You didn't notice before, but all the windows are barred. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a. He and then he's got a gas mask on. <laughs> Why do you have that gas mask on? Anywho. Uh, Steve, Steve Martin and Little Shop of Horrors, like that, he terrified me, right? Is that what, the, what he was in? Uh, he played the dentist and he would like breathe his own uh, laughing oh, yeah, gas. I don't think I've seen it. Oh, really? Yeah, is it good? Oh, yeah. I Rick, Moran, Rick Moranis. Yep. I just watched um, Spaceballs. The other kids, my kids love Spaceballs. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't uh, love Spaceballs? Yeah, I was just like, this movie's genius. It's stupid. Genius. Great movie. Check it out. Check it out. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. See you soon. Bye. Bye.